I feel like I'm playing Shadowrun. It's basically what this is. You're like going through a, a hospital to like <laughs> try to steal some key card so you can get into the morgue. Nice. Because inside the body is like a prosthetic hand that you need to access a bank vault. Oh, I like that. Although, couldn't you just and copy like simulate the prosthetic hand no it's like hard-coded inside of it oh i like, like it a proximity when you... key and then inside the bank vault is a deed to prove that your uncle was nefarious all along <laughs> say 30 are you ready um hold on i'm looking at this i'm seeing an arrangement that just links to the whole arrangement yeah okay scroll down and there should be a sound clock. Yeah, but I see all all the songs in the album. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you which one to play. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. All right. All right. Well, then, uh, shall we do I this thing? Not, uh, uh, yeah, sure. I oh. didn't specify. Okay. You didn't. You didn't specify, and now you're fired. All right. So it, it went down like this. You walked in. You're fired. I don't want to do this tonight anyway. Wow. Truth comes out. Let's do this. Okay. And we're fucking around. Oh. Let's start fucking around. Okay. I'm I'm getting them out of the way, dude. Explicit. Fair enough. Welcome back to another, yes, another episode of Flexibles. I am... Jason Lacey. I am joined by my good buddy, Mr. Lucas Rose. Hello. Oh, yeah. How you doing, man? Oh. I was about to take a drink when you it's when I was a, like, oh, he's, is that, he's already... Is that, is that some red pop? Some God, I wish. No, it's uh, those cheap Aldi uh, Mio water squeezy things. That's how we trick my son into drinking water. So, so I just use them it, too. It's it's cancer and carcinogens in an easy dispersed liquid form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically. Oh, I don't know good. what's in it besides maybe like red forty. Everything <laughs> that's red has red forty. What was that what was that crap they always said that when you were a kid that you can't drink Mountain Dew because it's got that yellow twenty or whatever and it'll make your penis shrink? What was that called? Yeah, yeah. Or no, it'll make you in it would make you sterile. I don't no, remember it. what it's called though. Yellow four yellow something. I don't yellow know. 20. Yellow six? I don't know. Something like that. Hey, welcome to Flexibose. That's the show in a nutshell. We are happy to have you here joining us. I need another podcast journey this week. Welcome. 280 episodes. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. It's a nice round number. I mean, we're approaching 300, man. 300. You know what we're going to do special for 300? Uh, Skip a show? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Uh, we don't about, believe in uh, celebrating milestones around here. I'm cause... all about the lowest barrier of entry. You're not supposed to tell them that. Well, here's the thing. I'm just going to delete it anyway if we put a lot of effort and pull off some awesome products. <laughs> no, no, we learned our happens. lesson. I mean, that's what happens. No, I not. We don't. I don't know. I, we're gonna do a live show and uh, we'll invite people to come and do it. Well, here, see, know. here's the thing though. 
it sounds like it's really close, but that's 20, well, 19 episodes away, which is, we do four Half a month. A that's, yeah. So it's really not as close as it seems. Well, actually, yeah, half a year away. Yeah. That's a ways away. We'll Plus, all be dead know, by then. Jeez. A holiday, you know, Christmas. Episode, yeah, off, so, uh, off weeks. Know, yep. Stuff like that. Sure. You know, all these things, all these things. So, uh, but hey. We do stream this show live every Tuesday, twitch.tv slash Depose. We'd love to have you come join us in the live chat. You can join us on Discord, flexdepose.com slash Discord. Gets an invite to the server, and we have a Patreon, a patron, patronage. You're going to want to know this information soon because we got some stuff coming out. That's right. You can be, become a member of the Legion because coming up next month will be the debut of our first patron I dare say Legion exclusive show Flux Depose Safe Space, which will launch mm-hmm. mid October. Stick around for Ooh. that. Flux Depose presents dash Safe Space colon a journey a into production. <laughs> no, yes, that too. I was going to say a journey into the mind. A Flux Depose production. Flux production. <laughs> Copyright brought Flux to you Depose. by Flux Depose. Copyright Flux Depose. Michael McDonald. Two thousand X. Can we can we be like and they can be a Michael McDonald joint? You know how like they have a Spike Lee joint. But yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know why I'm I got, using I like Michael it. McDonald as, but you, you mean uh, Michael McDonald the singer, right? Not our friend and pal. Yeah. <laughs> Every single song besides that one that's on that album sounds like the intro to an 80s sitcom. One in particular, of, but I have that I album. I just think actually. of um not a uh, 40-year-old version all the time with, you know, Paul Rudd. It's like, I can't hear any more fucking Michael McDonald. <laughs> I need to rewatch that. I haven't seen I that since it's it like came out. There's there's so many movies in that time period and yeah. I think if I go back now it, they would just be ruined. I'd be like, maybe. <laughs> this isn't high cinema. Ugh. Super bad. That then you'd be like, oh, this this humor doesn't. Uh, this not. It's not cool. What is this? Fart and dick jokes. This is below <laughs> me. And then get on flex pose and talk about fart and dick jokes. <laughs> fart and dick jokes. Thank you. I was waiting for that. <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, so there's that, and uh, I think I, I think I said on last week's show that uh, I already announced it, but Flexible's Radio. Was out hit the public feeds. Another reason to, to do enjoy. the Patreon. Yeah, you get it early. Get it early, and you get to vote on it like people did. And our next release for this month is Bring Your Own Bullets. So all the shooters games. So we've got to we've got to do some compilation and do that thing, and you'll have that in your feeds to enjoy. Pop the scrotum parachute and float on down to Dick Joke Town. Tom Servo. See, I I, I swapped it out from land because Dick. It just it wrote. You got to rhyme float and and and. And town, town. <laughs> well, actually, down in town. There I you guess, go, downtown you know, lights will be shining. There. That's how you know I am a content creator because I can take words and flip them on the fly. You, you just keep creating content right good. there. You did. I don't, I don't know why I tried to do a half ass Casey Kasem voice when I was doing that, by the way. <laughs> For a second, I went, I'm <laughs> gonna do Casey it. Casey nope. Kasem. <laughs> yeah. This is our top fives. No, I can't do it. Sometimes I can, but not tonight. Tonight's not a Casey Kasem night. No. Not a top 40. America's greatest hits. America's got talent. Greatest hits. I'm not feeling it. You know what it is tonight, though? It's time for me to tell you about my life so you can feel better about yours. How about we do... (laughs) Too soon, Tom Servo. Too soon. Why don't we talk a little IRL? Um, I will start off because my... I 
as I've, I've, I, as I've codenamed it, the Phantom Pain, not yes. to be confused with, with Metal Gear Solid variety. Um, as you know, last week I had my doctor's appointment, uh, which was like the same day I did. We did the show last time, and then uh, I got a ultrasound last week as well as the follow up. So, you know, not only as I alluded to, is weird enough having your doctor, who was a younger female do the exam well then i'm like i'm like thinking <laughs> thinking to myself i'm like mm, you're gonna do the uh ultrasound and I've, I've never had ultrasound you've had an ultrasound yeah it hurts so we got to join the ultrasound club and i, I mean uh, it doesn't hurt but it's very annoying especially when they push really hard oh uh, they, they have to do that to me but like sure enough the ultrasound technician is a young female i'm just like what are, what are the odds what are the odds i'm not this? making so, this up <laughs> <laughs> What? So, you know, they go, they go to do the, you know, she does all the questions, ask you about everything. And she's like, so, you know, if, if it's, if, you know, you can go ahead and leave, leave your underwear on unless you think it's, you know, if it's going to interfere. I'm like, no, I can't because it's just going to prevent you from probably doing an accurate scan. So sure enough, I got to feel like what it, got to experience what it was like if like an, an alien like splooged all over you because you get that blue. Oh, yeah, the gel. That blue gel all over my regions. Um, nice. That's I'm thinking, probably the I'm, worst I'm, I'm, region to have it in, actually. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm like this poor girl. She gets has to start her day. I've seen better. By this, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm just, I'm like, I just feel sorry. Feel sorry for you. Um, I wish, I wish you could see it though, like the ultrasound. I You're wish being, I could see. Oh, okay. Like, I'm really interested to see what the mesh looks like inside there. I'm like very curious to hold the whole. You should have said something. The way I look at it, I'm like, you know what? I'm paying like thousands of dollars. Well, my insurance is paying thousands of dollars for this. <laughs> and I should no see turn, it. you're going to pay it because we're going to probably screw you over in some way. Exactly. I was actually hoping I'd get to see uh, my ultrasounds too. And I, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, you know, they can show them to you. They print them right off turn, there when you just turn the, just turn the screen. Yeah. A little bit. I want pictures. Take um, home. But but in all in all fairness, I know I know I make jokes about it, but the people are very professional. I didn't feel uncomfortable. It wasn't awkward. It's awkward in my mind because it's just like you make light of the situation, but it's you still, know how many still... dicks that woman has seen. <laughs> well, maybe I don't. I don't <laughs> On a professional level, Jason, geez. <laughs> so she's a nice lady. Uh, unfortunately, the ultrasound reveals nothing. I don't. I don't have another hernia. I don't have an issue with the the repair. So it's like okay. So what? going on no idea so i got the referral for physical therapy which i had today which is interesting because it's like i you know what do you do like the therapist did a couple couple tests where like you're just trying to move the top layer of your skin around because then Mm -hmm. you know the tissues underneath and like how well that moves and the other i don't know basically i've I've got some like a basically a lot of like series of stretches and stuff I can do to try to continue to they're like we don't know if this will work, work out or... <laughs> that region I mean well that's the thing it's like she moved me in a variety of positions and stretches to try to create any discomfort and I'm like everything felt fine today you know I did get some soreness around the scar tissue so I mean it is possible that there's some I mean around the my incision line so there's a possibility that I do have just some scar tissue in there there's a bunch of you know your your core is a crazy muscle. There's a lot of bands and muscles that are interconnected into different regions, especially because, you know, you've got the, the, my thigh, the hamstrings, the abs. There's every, like that, that where I have the issue is like, there's like four or five different muscle groups that are all meet there. So there's a lot of gobbledygook. Just there, a big soup you know. of uh, rubber bands. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, it will just, I, 
gotta give it a go you know i i feel better like after i went and like what we did i think it made a difference but it's still like it's just so it's just weird like why why now am i having issues when i never had before and it's not like it's not like i was like oh i, I ran you know, like 20 miles you know i didn't it's like I, there's no like specific activity i've done that led up maybe to that's it. why maybe you lost I mean, maybe and then you know the, the whole dad life thing where we you know being a dad we're gonna do weird random things with our kid spontaneously without yep. you know without thinking about it weird we're gonna run we're gonna jump you pick know them up just, all, all pick them up while sideways yeah. and you're just like oh yeah, god why so did i do crazy. that so there's yeah. maybe there's possibly like that that i tweak something doing that i don't know so i know we're gonna, gonna give it a go do all this stretching and stuff and it, you know, I, um, I have another appointment next week and we'll see what happens. It's just, it's like that whole, it's not like I'm, I'm not a, a pinnacle of human health, you know, but I, I do take some pride that for the most part, I'm generally pretty healthy. I don't get sick very often and I try to take care of myself either, you know, be it diet and just maintenance and things of that nature. So when you have something that's not, that's like unexplained like this and cause an issue that that's like the most taunting thing she's like what's wrong i don't understand hyper focused I'm, I'm falling apart and i think a lot of it's it's crazy how much your mind plays into any of these things anyway because you know when i thought it was possible hernia that's all i can think about it's like oh i'm tearing open somewhere and this is what i have and then you know and that's all you think about but then once you know that it, that's not it then you're just like there's this big you're like oh okay and then it's like maybe it's not as bad now and it, so it's like how much does your mind just like blow something out of proportions and make things worse than what it is you mm -hmm. know it's just crazy how you know mental health can do so, so much and perspective and out mindset and everything i don't know so it's true um i i kind of i wish that the the ultrasound would have said like oh this is what's wrong but it didn't so um just keep keep going i mean i will say i feel drastically better than i did i mean you know we did this last week so it's crazy how much of an improvement i've had just from not doing anything mm -hmm. i guess I, I don't know and that and that's really that's really it man you know just uh you know, survived my my visit for my mom um oddly enough when uh when they went to see the movie last week the uh the projector like busted whoa in the film they like, like 20 minutes into the movie and my wife texted me she's like yeah the screen just went black and we're sitting here and like a bunch of managers came in and then more managers came in and then um Everyone got movie passes essentially, so they could either go home and get like two movie passes, or go see a later showing, and then get a movie pass. So we got, they went to the later showing, and they each got a free movie pass. My mom gave ours, so we got free tickets to a movie. Nice. Look at that. Cool. So they were able to finish watching it. They yeah, just... they went to they their showing was like at six forty five. It started, and then they went to an eight ten start. Oh God! So they were there well, for like four hours. Well, you figure. Well, you figure. You have to time you get through previews. So the movie probably started at like what seven oh five, maybe. And then they got through like twenty minutes, and then they were already sitting there while they were trying to fix it. And then by then it was like you know just wait a couple minutes and then new movie. Not bad. So there you go. Nice. There you go, man. That that's really it for me. So okay. hopefully, uh, hopefully no one, no other people besides my wife. Well, hopefully my wife gets to see my my penis, but hopefully nobody else has to see it this week. <laughs> Yes. Well, you got to stop pulling your pants down randomly. That's not good. Um, you know, you know me. I, I do know you intimately, just like that woman does now. That woman doctor. Mm. Uh, well, at least not like my old doctor. And <laughs> started when you were thirty. Hey, I, I, I'll safely report I have not had any rectal exams with the new doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Assume your prostate prostate checks. Uh, excuse me. When do you do the rectal exams, sir? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, that's how they do uh, physicals in prison. <laughs> it's true. So only Adam Leonard and I have had physicals like that on each other. So, oh, oh so that's some new fan art right there. Uh, I want to talk about headphones. I want to talk about. Yeah. So. For you visual learners and watchers, the the ear cups are off now. But uh, these are my old headphones. I've worn them many did you, times. Did you, did you save them just for the purpose of this podcast? No, I save them because I don't throw anything away. Oh. Um, so I opened them up because one day, I, well, actually it was Tuesday. It's, so technically it, Wednesday, I guess. But yeah. Tuesday we got done with the show. I did what I always do, took these off. Sat them down on the desk and never used them until the next day. I picked them up on Wednesday, put them on, only one ear works. Don't know why, don't know what's going on. Check all the cables, check the balance, check everything, even though I know I've touched none of this stuff. You know, I'm wiggling cables, nothing's happening. Because I've had it where the cable's broken before, but, I mean, that shouldn't be happening because this thing stays plugged in most of the time. So usually I can open these things up and at least identify the problem, if not fix it. Usually I can't fix it, but at least I know what the problem is. For instance, a break in the wire. I don't really have soldering tools or anything to rewire this, but at least I would know. Did your power drill get near the cord? (laughs) No, no. My pow, pow, power drill did not. Uh, Your M-pow? My M-pow. So I was kind of like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to get new headphones. And then... I kind of decided, you know what? I have some crappy headphones around here that'll work. I'm just going to wait until I have a little bit of extra money because it was an unplanned expense and we didn't really have money for me to go spend like 50 to to $100 on a headset. So in the world of Fluxbos, never. Basically. Extra yeah, money. yeah, no, we'll never. never. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You're right. Uh, maybe Christmas, you know, Christmas money or something like that. Uh, that's kind of what I was looking that's, at. Yeah, that's my life. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It was a it I've was a dark day. Indeed. The wall there. I mean, it's true. I mean, what are you going to do? Recycle it? Why would you recycle it? I mean, it's practically part of the house now. It's true. <laughs> Every day you come downstairs and you look at that TV and you're like, what am I doing? So I was kind of resigned to my fate to a certain degree. And then we went on Saturday to basically our anniversary brunch. Ah, yes. Because, I don't know. I I Was just didn't feel like doing a dinner. Now? Yeah, eight years. Yep. Yes, sir. Dang. Feels like the first time. <laughs> I don't know. Dang. I don't know. Eight years, just whatever. Like, eight years, ten years, fifteen years. I don't know. At this point, it all feels the same to me. It's all good. It's all great. It's just I don't really think about it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's, it's weird to think about, but even at five years, it was like, dang, has it really been five years? So we're, we're eating, and um, my wife was going to do this thing where you go to um, some stores around here, some kind of boutique secondhand stores for clothes, and she was going to try to sell some of her clothing. And I was like, I have all these clothes that are too big for me that I was going to, they're just in a big heap, and it's basically needs to go to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
well, if you're going to do that, do they take men's clothes? She's like, yeah, one of them, one of them does. So I did. I, I took um, probably 15 items, maybe 20. And uh, it is a weird process. I feel very judged. Where did you, what was the, where did you take them? Plato's Closet. Plato's. I've sold stuff there in the past, but now, like, um, whenever I've taken, like, stuff I have is never what they, they never want any of the stuff I well, have. Well, and so. that was the thing, was I only took button-downs and, and nicer yeah, clothes. Yeah. But even then, it didn't matter because they were looking for certain brands. I didn't know mm-hmm. this part. That's the part yeah. that they're, they're, they're like, very picky on what brands and styles. And I, I think I think with men, I think, um, I think it's a very limited market for them. Yeah. For resale. I think most men just buy off the off the rack, really, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they said they were looking for men's clothes, but apparently they weren't really. Well, I don't know. I got out of there. They they took five of my items. Sir, we don't want a bunch of stretched out T-shirts that were from Star Wars. <laughs> well, I didn't bring those, Jason. <laughs> I knew better. You're like, I'm keeping those. I brought I only brought all my nice clothes. That oh, my I God, you're wearing a Star Wars shirt. <laughs> I am. It's not stretched out, asshole. Um, so they they bought this is taking way longer than I meant for it to uh they bought five of five pieces of clothing, which equaled out to be like ten dollars. And I still had leftover money from my birthday. Um, even though twenty of it went to the damn uh um what is it called? The um Boy Scouts. Because I went to Harbor Freight and they were camped out in front. They're like, sir, will you buy some popcorn or whatever? And I'm like, sure. How much could it be? Because I'm thinking it's like dollar candy bars or whatever. And I go over there oh, and no. it's like $10 popcorn, $20 popcorn. I'm like, great. Now I'm over here. What am I going to do? Just leave? I have to go in the store still. So that was $20 of my birthday money on the world's best caramel corn with nuts. It was pretty damn good, too. Not $20 good, though. Um, but you think of the children. I, yeah, so... I did think of the children. It's the only reason why I did it. So I still had some money left over. I got the money from that. And then, of course, I do have the Best Buy credit card to pick up whatever was left over. Um, so I'm like, you know what? We got extra time. Let's just go and let's just go and see what they have at Best Buy. Because my wife was like, you know what? You need these. It's fine. You've got birthday money as long as you can cover she had a certain amount in her head that I had to be able to cover at least that much of it. Yeah. And so we go and look and I'm looking around and they have the usual, usual selection of like Bose and Sony and then the insignia brand, which I don't really, I mean, insignia is fine, but with headphones, I'm kind of like, Ooh, I don't know. So I'm looking I don't around know what brand. These are, <laughs> are they the ones you got off what mass drop or something? Uh, I got these from Kinja deals. They were, they were a Kinja deal, but they were like one of the ones they liked. So mm. editor's choice or whatever. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not They're bad. on sale through Amazon. Nice. Um, I think they got these. These are cheaper than the Sennheisers that I don't wear. Ooh, Sennheiser is a big name. Yeah, name brand. Uh, so I uh, I'm looking around and they have tons of headphones. Now here's the thing. I wanted something because I had been looking for some wireless Bluetooth headphones to wear. Mostly because when I wear my other in-ear ones, nobody knows I have headphones on and they try talking to me and I don't want to be talked to. Like if I'm getting groceries or whatever, I don't, don't talk to me. (laughs) I don't need to have a little conversation. Leave me alone. I'm trying to get this done. I want to go home. So I was like, you know what? I like these. They stay on my head. 
the the over the ear um, headphones. Let's try that. So I basically needed them to be double duty, be able to work on the computer, work on whatever I can plug into like normal, but also be wireless. So if I was going to upgrade, so I'm looking around and I see these TCL headphones. I'm like what the hell? TCL makes televisions. Just just like LG, they make everything. Yeah, apparently they're trying to. So I'm looking at them and I look up some reviews, not very many reviews, but it was five stars out of like eight reviews or something or five reviews, eight reviews, something like that. And I'm looking at them and they have pretty decent reviews and everything. So I'm like, okay, they're on sale. So they must be halfway decent because given the price, I wouldn't have bought them if they weren't on sale. So that's what I ended up with. These weird ass. Apparently they have a whole line of new uh, headphones. They have like elite move active you know for each I mean, for whatever do you like them now here's the thing it's a good question i made a really <laughs> stupid decision when i opened them i decided why don't i stream some spotify from my phone now if you're a headphone user who's comparing quality and, and stuff like that maybe compressed internet through your mobile data Music is probably the worst way to go to see how good they are, so to speak. Because when I did that, I listened to Spotify and it sounded like shit. It was like crunchy. The mids were all crunched out and it just sounded weird. And I'm like, ooh, maybe I made a bad choice. And uh, so I got them home and I finally did a real actual like test of them. And I sl- I slowly warmed up to them. Um and now I'm actually really happy with them. The wireless works great. It uh, never cuts out or anything. And What's um, your uh, battery life for wireless? Uh, 24 hours-ish. I'm assuming that's without no- active noise canceling on. It does have that. Um, I I can take that or leave it. I don't really care. Um, what um, What's the brand? Like, what's the model number for them? Uh, it's E-L-I-T. I don't know what the actual number is. It's like EL, ELIT 400 or something like that. Get it? It's like elite, but basically but not. I think it's supposed to be that they're top of the line or whatever. Oh, there we go. It's weird because when I first was on their website, I was looking at headphones that they didn't even like the only Show brand them. of over the. <laughs> yeah, the only brand of over the ear they showed weren't that. But here we go. So the, like they were like, oh, here we go. They're. The 400 NCs, 100 bucks. Yes. They were not $100 when I bought them, though. They were like 80 Oh, that's nice. Cement gray. Uh, that's what they're, I have. Uh, noise canceling, too? Yes. Yes, they are. With a built-in microphone? Yes, which I've oh also used. God. And everything can... everything works surprisingly well, considering I just sort of took a chance on... I mean, they made my your, TV. What are your thoughts on the white, though? I don't like anything that I touch or have on my body white. Because Do they have... Like that's just... Do they That's have a asking. do they have a white headphone? Because they didn't have it there. Well, yeah, well, yeah, they have a white headphone. You're wearing it. No, this is gray. It looks white through here, but it's actually gray. Oh, I know it looks. It, it really does look white in here, but it's actually like this. Really, I it say, almost I'm looks looking, like it looks like PC case beige back in. I'm the looking at the one 90s. on in their website, and it's cement gray. But I'm gonna say it's white. Okay, <laughs> if you saw them in real life, you would say they were gray. Okay. Um. I just picked it because I'm tired of like they the other color was black and there was like on your yeah. headphones you have at least a little bit of gold or something to like offset yeah. it but just playing black is kind of boring to me. They also have a blue That's pair true. I think which I would have rather have got but 
Oh yeah, these these ones aren't black. They're midnight blue. Yeah, I would have got those, so. but uh, they didn't have them, so I didn't. Yeah, I would like some wireless. Like I have, you know, those cheap Mpow China headphones I wear at work. They're yeah. wireless, and they're fine for what they they are. I just wear them at work. You yeah, know, they're not noise canceling. They're kind of they're over the ear, but not they're just enough over the ear. Not like how these are. And they have a, an audio cable, so you can do wired. That was well. the big and, thing. I needed the audio cable, or else yeah. I'd be screwed for doing podcasting. And I, I would. It would be nice to not have this when I'm here, because it'd be nice to have that freedom. But um, I'm, I, I'm not going to pay hundreds of dollars for it, right? You know, and I, I just don't care about the quality. I'm not like that much of an audiophile. I do wish that um, I had wireless with my pot like my headphones for my phone you know mm -hmm. like i like like you know of course apple airpods are the most popular ones but it's like i'm not gonna spend those are like 200 dollars. yeah it's like they, 130 bucks i think and it's like that's outrageous i'm not gonna pay that much for headphones they have some cheap in-ear ones that i found on amazon but i don't know if i want to yeah and i, I feel them. like there's there's truly a wireless here. or whatever yeah and i get what's the difference between truly wireless and then there's like you know oh well, i guess the the big thing is if they're they they're not connected like by a wire connected, yeah right? not not wireless is in not like wireless to connect your phone but wireless between the two yeah earphones. And, and i feel like the battery life is always hit and miss some are like really good and some it's only like a couple hours and it's like well yeah i don't want to have to charge them constantly i, I just want to bitch about it you know basically that's, that's and then complain to. that about the things like it's too damn expensive yeah. anyway so i'm not gonna buy it yeah <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I know. And, and and something like headphones where you're constantly using them and bringing them with you, I have a hard time spending a lot of money on. Like, I was pissed that I had to replace these. These were $100, apparently. I don't remember spending that much. I must have got wow. them on sale. But I'm still like, damn. Uh, and they were some of the I, best you know, headphones I've ever used. Yeah, you know, for I didn't really know anything about HyperX when you got them, but I've read that's a really popular their headsets are very popular but see and, they and do make rated. they make a cheaper one called like the stinger or something and it's plastic and it's a piece okay. of garbage apparently so even they are not you know immune from making especially in the headset community you've got you've got headphones you know i bought headphones but then you also have headsets and i did look at headsets because that's what this was. This other pair of HyperX clouds or whatever was technically a headset for a computer. Has a microphone attachable to it or detachable. Sometimes that's nice for gaming. Yeah, and it had a USB to... dongle. Ooh. Usually so that less was nice. uh, keyboard noise off one of those. And it's kind of. Exactly. It's kind of nice not to have this thing. Yeah. In front of your you face. When you're gaming. But see, here's the thing. All of the wireless options had their own little USB plug-in thing. It was 2.4 gigahertz wireless, not like a mouse would be okay. wireless, not Bluetooth, at least not what I was willing to spend. So that's why I ended up having to go, because I was just looking at some Logitechs. I was like, man, $40 Logitechs, that, that's fine. I trust Logitech, whatever. But then I realized I'd be paying almost as much as I was willing to just to not have half the features that I was looking for anyway. So... So yeah. Oh, you got to get Plantronics. <laughs> That's what you used to have. I want to wrap I this did. story up with a ridiculous. We were talking about color earlier, so I go, I go to check out, and uh, the the cashier, you know, they're standing at the end of the aisle because they're like, "Oh, you ready? Are you ready to go check out?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Just this one thing. So I'm checking, I'm checking out, 
And uh, she's like, oh, I like this color. I'm like, yeah, I I don't mind it. It's not my favorite, but I would rather get this than... And then I look up, and my cashier, she is a black woman. This is important because in my mind, I go... Yeah, I just don't really like black, and and when I see that she's black, I'm just like, is this gonna be taken the wrong way? Am I am I gonna be an asshole for this? No, that's ridiculous, right? But then that's what goes through my mind, and I'm just like, oh, eh. so I say, yeah, I just don't like that typical. Instead of saying black, I say, I don't like that typical like electronics color black. That you know everything is always that color. Like, ugh. Everything's got to be that boring shade of black, you know, and then like yeah, yeah, overly yeah. explain what I'm talking about. And I'm not racist. I promise. I just don't like the color. It has nothing to do with you as a person. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I if anybody <laughs> wants to know, I got these for 80 bucks. They're TCL Elite 400 NCs, and I actually really like them. The noise canceling works pretty well, too. So, uh, but yeah, that was my ridiculous experience. And uh <laughs> So lastly, this is a quick story, actually. Uh, so we're coming home from uh, getting groceries, and we were over at the Target by our church. So it's a little bit busier over there. And we were on our way home, and I go through the little, I don't want to say alleyway, but the little route that takes you past the movie theater and past the um, apartments, and then you go oh, yeah, yeah. take a right. Yeah, take a right, and the church is right there. So I'm about to turn into this little driveway, we'll call it, to get to the um, movie theater. And I see this uh, 2018, 2019 Mustang, black and red, creeping up on on me in the back, in the rearview mirror. And uh, I'm thinking to myself, you know when you see a car and you see the way this person's driving for like two seconds and you think to yourself, this person's going to be a problem. I can already tell. This yeah, person's going to be an I, asshole. I just assume that anyone that's in an SUV or drives a truck, I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're an asshole. Yes. I assume this is horrible, but I assume anybody who has a, uh, like a disability plate, I'm like, that guy's going to drive slow for sure. If you do, if you do disability plate with a van, that's like the double combo of death. I'm like, okay, you're going to be doing like a 40 and a 55. I can tell. Um, it's nothing against them. It's just, it's what happens sometimes. Uh. So I'm like, okay, Mr. Mustang, I see this is going to be a problem. So I turn into this driveway. Now, the weird thing about this driveway, and you can attest to this, is it's like at the last minute they decided they're not going to make this a double lane, like a four-lane driveway, two lanes on each side. Because it's overly wide for the amount of traffic coming through there, right? You ever notice that? Yeah. You've got like three feet on either side of your vehicle. It's weird. It's much larger than a normal sized road. So much so because there's no lines. There's no, no, nothing directing traffic. It's just a wide alleyway. Now, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mustang decides that he just needs to get to the apartments fast. And so I'm in the middle of the road and he does this thing where he gets over on my left hand side and starts creeping up beside me as if it were a two lane road. Because he needs to get around me because apparently right, I you're, was. You're going, so, uh, you're going fast enough. Who goes the speed limit around here? Jeez. <laughs> so what if they're children playing? I'll hit them. Now, I am not proud to say this because my family was in the car. But I look over and I'm like, 
I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is this guy doing? So I, I say, what the hell is this guy doing out loud? Which was bad enough. He, he, he chances it and comes right up next to me. I mean, there was probably like six inches between our cars. It was like an action movie. You could have jumped from both of these cars onto a hood, smashed out the windshield with a crowbar, could have done it all. I look over and I flip him off immediately. Oh, I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, f you, dude. Thankfully, I didn't swear, but I'm like, f you, dude. What are you doing? Like, if if we hit cars, yours is the one that's going to be damaged. I don't give a crap about mine. <laughs> it's a 2002 Pathfinder. Why do I care? Now, he was trying to gun it past me. He was just basically trying to force his way through. Now he sees that. He, he like saw that. He like, oh, he did. He slowed want, down. You want to go, mate? He slowed down and he rolls down his window and I can hear him trying to talk to me. And I'm like, nope, I got my family in the car. I don't need to be shot in front of my kids. You know, I'm like, no, whatever. Bye. Now, I will admit, I will say this. I should not have flipped him off, regardless of whether or not my family was with me. I should not have. That was a bad judgment call. I I literally did it in a blink of an eye. Didn't even think about it. It just... I have some road rage. I will admit that because I wasn't going to let this guy pass because you can't just do whatever you want. But then I go back and I think about it. I'm like, realistically, I could have just got over. I really don't care. Whatever. If you want to be a dick, go ahead. Be a dick. If you want to smash up your Mustang because you need to get to your to your apartment faster or whatever, go ahead. Whatever. But. You have to admit that guy was being a dick, too. That guy was being an asshole. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So. I don't know. I kind of felt pretty bad about it. And if I could apologize to that guy, I would. But wow. he'd probably shoot me. So I'm not going to. Taking the high road. Yeah. Well, again, like I didn't look the best. Like if my kids were two years older, they'd remember that probably. So at least Isaac probably. would. So I was just like, mm, man. Hey, Dad, remember that time you flipped that guy off and what he did... wanted to fight you? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't what did you that fight mean? him, Dad? Oh, boy. Because yeah, I've never been in a fight, son. <laughs> And I'm not Don't about to start. Don't you want to protect us, Dad? Don't you care about us, Dad? Well, if I wanted to protect us, I would have just shunted him off the road like it was uh, flat out. It's a burnout takedown. <laughs> a burnout, yeah. Brain paint. Yeah. What are they? Rubbing his racing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm glad you're alive. Um, I know. I'm surprised you didn't follow me to our house. Say, if you have somebody knocking on your door tonight, it's probably that guy. Well, it's not 10 o'clock yet, so it's not late enough to knock you on You got to keep door. the streak alive. <sighs> yeah, so I did worry about that. I'm like, because it's not that far away. He could, no. he could be on his way to work and be like, "There's that freaking Pathfinder." There's amiibo talk in the channel. Oh, so it's amiibo. To... I got, I got an amiibo. There he is. Woo. You know, everyone said that they were weirded out by his eyes in that Link to the Past fake, fake make, fake remake. Yeah. I don't see any difference in his eyes. They look just as dead and soulless. They're two pools of black. And they're going to eat um, my shoe. You know, I, I, that whole thing. I'm, it's just that though, like the whole, like the whole. I don't know. Something with the uh, the art direction and that thing. I I didn't care for. It was period. like one of those things where they remake something that's beloved in either Unity or um, yes, exactly Unreal Engine, <laughs> and you're yes, just like it's, it's just yes. slightly off. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But those uh, are my like my real life stories. 
about how I'm going to get my family killed. Yeah, man. My God, dude. Don't do that. Don't play with your... Your family's not worth it. You sacrificed yourself. It was a learning... It was a learning experience. Or you're like, oh, I'm going to use my kids as a human shield. This guy isn't going to start nothing. He sees I'm a family man. Uh, Fuck you, dude. (laughs) This guy would not have cared. He was probably like... He looked like he was about 22, maybe. So he he was wearing a wife beater and driving a Mustang. And he had a hat on. Lucas, he would knock you out with one punch. He probably would. He's been fighting his whole life. He's been fighting his dad his whole life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why don't well, you love me, Dad? Let's talk. Let's go around the web. Okay. How about that? Got one story tonight. comes from NPR. comes from me. And our headline as follows. British authorities scramble to find stolen solid gold toilet. Gold, Jerry. Um, British police have arrested a sixty-six-year-old ah, yep. man space. in connection with the theft of a solid gold toilet from a palace west of old foggy London town. Can, can I just say, okay, they have this golden toilet. We're we're looking at this picture at the very top. It's the literally the first thing I just noticed. Even Look at the, the toilet. Golden. Look at the toilet paper roll. It's sil. It's chrome. It's not even silver. It's like dollar store quality. Yeah, it needs to be gold, and it doesn't even look like it's on straight. Got a freaking uh, golden toilet? Come on. By, by some estimates, the toilet's worth up to $1.25 million. Wow. Uh, the to- this is my the favorite toilet, part. The toilet titled America is a work of art by the 50-year-old Italian artist Maurizio Catellan. It been an installation of an exhibit at England's Blenheim Palace earlier this week. Uh, we are saddened by this extraordinary event, but also relieved no one was hurt. We are grateful to our staff and to Thames Valley Police for the rapid and brave reactions. Uh, the police believe a group of thieves used at least two vehicles. At least there may have been the more. <laughs> they brought it. They broke in overnight and left the scene around 4:50 a.m. The toilet, worth by some estimates of 1.20, and a quarter million dollars, was connected to the plumbing of the building. As a result, its removal caused extensive damage. Uh, the palace is the a world heritage site and the birthplace of none other than Winston Churchill. Mm, mm, very informative. Uh, let's see. Now, wait, is there a golden bidet with this too? Because this is Ooh. England. I mean, you would assume there's a butt squirt around there. And not only was it an art installation, but it could actually was a functioning toilet as well, which was key to the message. I just love this because so. it's so on the nose. It's a golden toilet called America that people can shit in and it's installed in Britain. Just think about that. That's I mean, art people. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of article here. Listen, I, the, we don't need know, Brits NPR. shitting in America. We do enough of shitting where we live anyways. Don't even, I don't even want to, don't even. <laughs> don't get week. me started. Every week is like, what a week. I don't want to go into any political angles here, but I'm terrified. But I'm going the to. <laughs> I'm terrified for the future of this country. Okay, both both parties are crazy. I want to apologize that there's way more article than this news story deserves. <laughs> I think we've got the. I think we we touched the point. Uh, you know, uh, there's more. How here, much do you but... think this thing weighs? It's got to be gold plated, right? Yeah, I don't think. No, it says it's solid gold, so it's not plated. Oh yeah, solid, solid gold. Jesus. Well, that's probably why it took more than one so, person. I mean. It, it's heavy. And as we know, be. they did not carpool, which was no. the largest offense of all. What? Yeah, I don't. 
That's impressive. I mean, I, 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 I picture a combination of Ocean's Eleven and an Italian Job pulling this off. This, this grand heist. <laughs> doom, doom, do, yeah. do, doom, 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 doom. It's got to play like this ridiculous action yeah. music mm-hmm. over the top. <laughs> yeah, and a bunch of like cutaway shots. <laughs> you know, and some jazz flute. Uh, yeah, totally. In like eight totally. minis, for some reason. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Which one has the golden toilet? It's okay. it's a with, diversionary tactic. With a touch of crank two, um, the dry humping part. <laughs> I hope I've never seen crank or crank two, but I've seen crank, but not crank crank two. Crank. You haven't cranked your tank. Everyone knows crank was crank was enough. Crank didn't need two. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? Sometimes you you see and it's like oh. Nobody who was originally involved with the project of the original is going to be involved with Crank Two. I, mean, I don't know if that's fair, the case, but I'm just assuming. Wasn't wasn't Transformers enough? We didn't need Transformers Two. We didn't three. need Transformers Four. Six. <laughs> wasn't the the first Fantastic Four enough? No, no, like we'll remake first... it, and it'll be better this time. I promise. Sometimes you just have to think. Okay, maybe your source material is the problem. Maybe Fantastic Four is just boring. Yeah. I'm okay with that statement. I mean, ooh, stretchy guy. <laughs> you know Helen Parr. You know Mrs. Incredible. That's for damn sure. I <laughs> used her full name. Wow. <laughs> Miss Helen deep, Parr. <laughs> that's a deep cut, y'all. Last girl. Oh, my God. Well, you ready to do so much to play and get the F no. out of this show? No, I'm not. How do you want me to alert you to that's coming up? Because I don't know what else I'm supposed to do here. I'm ready. I don't know why you're talking. Because every time, you always like... You got half of one. <laughs> Was it Pacific Rim enough? Did we need Atlantic Rim? Yes, we did. You're probably right, Tom Servo. Atlantic probably Rim right. was bull butter. Ocean 12 starring Danny DeVito, Seth Rogen, Obama, Ninja, and Nick Cage. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh... But only if Danny DeVito is playing Detective Pikachu instead of himself. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, um, I love it. Do you want, would you like to go first, my friend? Or... Uh, sure, because you went first on IRL, so I'll just sure. finish out. Uh, I got a couple movies to talk about and then a game, so let's just get to it. First movie, Pleasant Surprise, Alita Battle Angel. Now, I had heard that this was she deep, looks pretty disturbing. good. It's weird. You get used to that after a while. Actually, I know her like her eyes look very anime big, but after a while, yeah. you just kind of forget about it. I don't know. It's okay. really weird. She does still look CGI, but you kind of, I don't know. You get used to it, I guess. Um, speaking of CGI, it's good. Like everything looked good. There was some really interesting and cool looking uh, characters. There's a lot of like mechanical bodies with human faces and stuff like that and okay it didn't look real necessarily but it looks yeah like that's actually a really good example it looked like anime you know it looked over the top there was a lot of really there's a really cool uh bounty hunter named zapan or something like that and he had a real like he looked like straight out of Shadowrun, basically so He didn't have a helmet. Actually, that's like the one thing he didn't have was a helmet. But he had a pretty cool sword. Um, what about his suit? Was it a cool suit? Ugh, can I take off the suit? <laughs> he didn't have a suit. His you knew body what I was, was hoping a suit. For. Where'd he go? I know, I know. I got you. Um, 
yeah, so there was a lot of cool things to look at. And I guess a lot of that was because they kept it really close to the source material. I didn't watch all the bonus features they had on the disc, but uh, I watched some of them. And they were basically talking about how James Cam- – this was going to be a James Cameron movie at first. Uh, he It was – at the time he was doing Avatar, it was between this and uh, Avatar. Like it was kind of a toss-up between which one he was going to do. And uh, apparently Avatar won out, and they were going to use that technology and develop uh, technology for that and then use it on Alita Battle Angel. But uh, he ended up read. Let's see. What was he going to start doing? The um, I don't know. He started doing other projects. Oh, that's right. He had announced that there were more avatars. So he basically booked himself up. And yeah, I, when is that ever going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. He better hurry up. Let's just say that because he's not looking younger and younger. He's no Terminator. Um, so he ended up passing this off. He was holding on to it and rewrote a script, his own script for it and everything, and held on to it for a really long time. And uh, him and Robert Rodriguez, of all people, were just hanging out. And Robert Rodriguez knew that he had the script. And he was like, hey, are you ever going to do anything with this? Apparently it clicked with him and said, oh, do you want to give? Do you want to take a shot? So he handed the script that he had wrote, uh, James Cameron, and handed it off to Robert Rodriguez. He redid, like, he did, redid most of the script but kept all of the elements in. They all loved it, and he ended up shooting it. So he was the director, and it's amazing because you wouldn't be able to tell <laughs> that it was a Robert Rodriguez. Like, the the action is really good, but there's also a lot of depth in the characters and stuff. So. I don't know. Don't you get a little planet terror element from there? No, that was that was a different movie that I'm not going to talk about. That was Overlord. Uh, that movie. Um, so, yeah, I'd really recommend this. This is a good action movie. It was like if you liked Ready Player One, you'd probably like this. Not because of oh. the 80s, like the well, 80s then, references that's and everything. Why I like Ready Okay, well, if you liked it because of the spectacle, then you would oh. – I would say it's sort of on par. Maybe this was even better. Well, no, um, because I watched it at home streaming, so clearly I had – on a 1080p television, so clearly I don't like visuals at all. And you're I a garbage that. person. Yeah, I'm a, gar- I'm a garbage I, peasant. I watched it on Blu-ray. I mean that's not that much better. It's not like I did 4K or anything. Not 4K, HDR. No. I have to Atmos. buy some – I have to buy something to do that or wait for it to come to Netflix. And I will do neither of those things unless it's on sale. The other movie uh, I watched was Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I I was morbidly curious about this movie. I, I don't know. It just seemed weird when it was announced, right? It's like, it's a Pokemon movie, but it's not really Pokemon. I mean, there are Pokemon in it and they function in the story. But as far as Pokemon go in gaming terms, like it's not about collecting them. It's not about fighting them. It's not about catching them all. It's not about gym badges. Everything I know about Pokemon, I've learned from the Nintendo Shack. Then you must know a lot. <laughs> I, I, I have to yell. It's not about Viridian City. I can tell you that much. Um. Cubone is the greatest Pokemon ever. That's Cubone is literally, oh no, the second one because the first one is Pidgey or whatever the. <laughs> Rattata. Rattata. Uh, so here's the thing the movie was okay. I mean, you got to remember it's a kid's movie. 
first and foremost. Here's here's the other thing though. Is it a kids movie because there's like swearing in this? Like very light swearing? It's like for 12, 14 year olds. Probably. You know? I don't know. The movie, I don't know. The story was weird. Uh I didn't care for the main character, Justice Smith, I guess is the person's name. He was very like wooden to me. Even when he was acting, I felt like he was like, I'm acting, you know, like I am sad now. Uh, a lot of the writing was very on the nose, just like a lot of saying what's happening. A lot of, especially Pikachu would say, oh, and now this is happening as if it were a joke. But that's not funny. It's not funny to say, oh, the earth is moving. <laughs> I, I don't know. There was just way too much of that. It just felt like, uh, I don't know. Felt really dumbed down. It felt like it wasn't really about Pokemon. The only thing I could say is I made a joke about it in Discord. If this came out in the 90s or the early 2000s, there would have been like three Pokemon and one of them would have used the wrong power, you know, because it would have just yeah. been an obvious cash grab. Yeah. So I don't know. I gave it like a two and a half. Kids would okay. like it. Yeah. But it, here's the like, I don't know how Pokemon fans would like it. It really had not much to do about Pokemon. Did, yeah. Did Isaac watch it? No, 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 no. Tom Servo does make a good point. It could have been so much worse. That is true. But then I just would not have watched it. Um, Yeah, it's just in that weird nebulous. So that's a thing that happened. Right. You know. Uh, So, yeah, like two and a half. I gave that out of five. Uh, The last movie I watched was Brightburn. That's the uh, superhero-esque movie. Uh, What if Superman was a bad guy, basically? Uh, that's called The Boys on Amazon. Yeah, but that that sucks. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't <laughs> suck. Um, that's a series, and this is a movie, and I okay. could easily get done with this. And also, he's a kid. True. He's not a grown-up. So, yeah, uh, I won't spoil this or anything, but the the basic of it basics of it is that, like Superman, this baby is comes to earth in a space ship or whatever. And this couple who are really trying to have kids adopt him and don't really tell him where he's from. They keep the, the ship in the barn. And, um, you know, for most of his life, he doesn't realize he's an alien until one day he does realize he's an alien. Now, as far as a horror movie goes, because it is horror, I, I call it gore because it, there is a lot of gore in this movie. His mask is creepy with the. It is. The it basically looks like. Um, it reminds me of like uh, Leatherface, or no? Yeah, a little bit. Did Leatherface have like a burlap sack, or am I thinking of Jason? No, he had Voorhees. a face sack. A, yeah. A human okay. Skin sack. I like how there's Jason a bunch Moore, of, I'm thinking if of. I searched Brightburn, a bunch of th- articles come up. Is Brightburn connected to Super? No. No. No, they were, I mean, Super was also sad, but not in the same like horrific way that this is. Um, now, here's the thing. The CGI in this movie sucked balls. <laughs> like it kind of <laughs> reminded me of like a fan made film. There were times where like he would fly and it almost looked like a flash animation. I think it's because they went with, like, the silhouette look a lot of the time against, like, a very obviously fake, bright, starry sky. Yeah. And so, like, that didn't lend too much to it, um, to the CGI or anything like that. And uh, the story was okay. The character kind of flips 
on a whim, it almost seems like. I didn't feel like there was a lot of motivation for him to be so bad, other than apparently that's the whole point of a species, is to just conquer worlds or something. I don't know. Okay. But the whole point, the real, the real, the point of the whole movie isn't that he turns bad. That's obvious. You know, I'm not spoiling anything there. Um, so overall, I thought it was okay. I gave it like a three on this one. It was enjoyable. I will say that. It was very, if you're looking for gore and horror in a torturistic sort of way, then you will find much to like about this movie. This one screenshot I see is like this, this weird lumpy mass of like John Carpenter creature. Is that from this movie or is that a screenshot from something that it shouldn't be? I mean, it's possible that it is, but I don't remember. I can't recall exactly where that would have shown up. Okay. Uh, maybe the maybe the chickens that have large talons. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, it was all right. My wife would have hated it. I can tell you that much. Um, well, well, yeah. And then lastly, I played a game. What? Not just any game, a beloved game, Zelda: Link to the Past. On the SNES, uh, oh my online, goodness! What do they call it? N- Super Nintendo Online, uh, Nintendo Online the Super Service, Super Nintendo <laughs> Online, Nintendo Switch Online Service Game Mode, Game Mode Seven, Hyper yes. Alpha, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm playing it. I'm doing I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, I've started this game many times, as most <laughs> people your, do. I love the first bullet point you have. Further than I ever did get. Yep, that's right. It's true. You better, you better, you better. <laughs> I I don't know. It's one of those games where you start it because you like the idea of playing the game, and then you, you just play enough of it to get a taste, and then you're like, okay, I'm done. But part of me was like, maybe I should sit down and actually play this because it's it's aged fairly well. You know, you talked about having to, like, press start and then go over – to whatever item you want to use. And there's a lot of like switching around like that, but even that, because the menus are fairly quick, there's no, there's no real pausing, you know, before you can move your cursor around or anything. It all happens quick enough that I can get used to it, you know? Um, So I'm much farther than I've ever gotten before. I've played it. I've probably sat down and played it for a good chunk of time. Three different, three different times that I sat down, played it for a couple hours or whatever. And, uh, I've kind of hit that point where you don't feel like you're making much progress. I've got three of the uh, crystal women, whatever they're called, the um, ladies of the hidden temple. The sages. The sage. No, the princesses. When you go to the dark world, there's like they're represented. They're trapped in the crystals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's like. At first, I felt like I was making a lot of progress, but then you get to the dark world, and then you're kind of like, all right, you can do this in any order you want, sort of. They are numbered, and I found that out the hard way that, no, like, I did one, I think it was the ice dungeon, and I got really far in it, and then it was like, oh, you need the hook shot, and I didn't have the hook shot yet. Because, again, it's the farthest I've ever got, so I don't know anything about that stuff. I just know what's in the game. I don't know where to get it or anything. I have it now. But, uh, you know, trying to figure out what to do with this flute. Oh, what do I, think, I do? I think you Can I take like off this a, flute? <laughs> um, a link between worlds because it's, it's very much like the overworld is linked to the past. It's like 
very similar, yeah, if not identical. But yeah. and you can because you can get the items from a store. You can do that the dungeons in whatever order you want. Yeah, I can see why that would be nice now. So that's kind of nice because then you can just do it, and then you know yeah. you can have as many of the items as you want. You rent them, but if you die, then you uh, you have to pay to get them back or whatever. You get to pay. I can't remember the mechanic at all. But if you never die. You can have, he you never know, died. There's no, there's no penalty. <laughs> I will say this, though. Um, it is good, simple fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Now that I'm now that I'm past what I remember, it's a lot more fun, even though I feel like I'm not really accomplishing anything. I'm just kind of wandering yeah. around trying to figure out what to do. Uh, but I will say this. If I wasn't able to use safe states whenever I felt like it, I you know, and quickly be able to reload and all that stuff, I would probably be having a lot more worse rewind bro can you rewind on that yeah how do you rewind uh you hold the shoulder button one of the triggers down see i tried that and it didn't work yeah it should show there should be a tool tip for you you can rewind and see i know you can you press online. both of them and it'll do yeah, the menu I think, just, I think you just hold them down hold mm -hmm. them both down instead of just bringing them in i, I don't know what i never used it but i know it's in there okay i'll have to check it out i mean not a huge deal Usually I have to start at the beginning of a room anyway, so I would have had to rewind farther than Tom it was. Tom Servo says you hold them both down at the same time. Ah, that's why it didn't work. I only tried one of them. So ah, yeah. That's weird because that's the same thing that opens the menu. So that's why it must be just hold it down and it overrides that hmm. action. Um so yeah, I'm having fun with it, surprisingly. You know? I Is just felt it... like playing it and so I started it. Is it overwhelming to you to know that there's all those like heart pieces out there and that, you know, it's going to be really hard to ever find them all? No, because I don't have any. I don't have any. I say, does that bother you? Does that ever bother <laughs> you like to know that you wouldn't get them all or I have like. I have the whole row, the whole first row and then four more. So I feel like I have plenty of them. Yeah, I feel like in Zelda, that's the case, too. Like you'll get to a point where you'll have plenty, but then it's like. I want, I want part of me is like, oh, I want all 20. Like, I've beaten Link to the Past and I haven't gotten them all. And I've gone back through and I've played it and I've gotten mm -hmm. them all. I think, like, between worlds, I think I had, like, I didn't quite have them all when I finished it. Um, when I've gone through and I played, you know, Ocarina of Time and um, Majora's Mask, I got all 20. And, you know, I've done a completionist run of, of Link's Awakening before and I've just played it. Cause, yeah, you get to a point, you have, you'll have plenty of hearts yeah you never need it but then it's like oh, depending like, on your skill man, level sometimes the way they i mean those things are like I've, de I've never been the type of player that's going to meticulously go through every section of the game you know and try to find everything that's yeah. just not that's not typically how i play things like so in this one for that one example you know you've got you got all the hearts then you can upgrade your sword a couple i've done times. that once yeah the temper okay, sword so yeah you'll be able to temper your sword make it stronger and then you can get different you know you've got your different males that you'll get your blue armor and your your red armor. I figured that, that was the, the case end. because you see a picture of your armor and I'm like, well, they wouldn't do that unless it changed at some point. <laughs> yeah. So there's other things like that, which I think goes um good into what you know I've been playing is Link's Awakening, which came out some of um can I say one more thing real quick sure. before we move on? Sorry, I did want to make a point because I think Nintendo lovers will like this. Having actually delved into this game, I can see a lot of the roots of this game in Breath of the Wild, actually. Because some of the complaints that I had of that game kind of carry over here, but they don't, they're not complaints for me for some reason because of the design of the game. For instance, 
I complained that why would I ever kill enemies because it's not like I level up or anything in Breath of the Wild. But now going back to Link to the Past and actually playing it, you don't get anything really for... You get items, but you get items in Breath of the Wild too. So really to complain about that doesn't really make any sense if you knew where Zelda was coming from as a series. You know what I mean? No, because I don't. I, I guess I that would never be a complaint of mine because I always want to get the crap they drop to for purposes. I can't. I can't remember what I where when I talked about it, but I talked about it on a podcast. I was like, "Why would I ever kill anything? Because I can just run past them. It just takes time, you know. Especially in that game, because fighting in Link to the Past, you know, some of those enemies die in one hit, whereas Breath of the Wild, it can take a little while, sometimes. So sometimes. Um. But yeah, like just certain ways that that game worked rubbed me the wrong way. But now I can see it playing Link to the Past and going, oh, if you look at that and expand it, I can see why they did it that way. So I don't know. I just had a little bit more of an appreciation for Breath of the Wild because of that is basically what I'm just trying to say. Because Link is maniacal and homicidal and he has to kill everything. (laughs) And cut the grass. Um, Yeah. And burn that bush. So that's all, all I right. wanted to say was like, I come back and I see this and I'm like, okay, that makes sense to me now where it didn't before. So, yeah. So yeah, as I said, I'm, I'm playing um, Link's Awakening right now um, on the old Nintendo Switch released last Friday. Uh, I have played Link's Awakening before. I had the original game, not the very original, but I had the, the real release, the, the Link's Awakening DX, the color version for Game Boy Color which was the first Zelda game I ever completed. I played through it. Um, and I recently played the game again on 3DS through the uh, virtual console. I played it and finished it yet again. And now here I am playing it again on Nintendo Switch. And I and think what I, it for $60. I think what I like about this game is it's a smaller, like a lot of people, like I've, there's been complaints that it's a smaller game, but I think that's what I like about it. It's not this overwhelmingly large Zelda experience. And, and it's not like it's, I don't know. I think you could get played link to the, I think you probably could get through link to the past just as fast, but I think like the world is slightly more condensed in a way. Yeah. You know, but I probably think less I like. space between everything. Yeah. And, and that's what I like about this game because it's, it's familiar to what the original that I liked, but there's been some quality of life improvements. Mm-hmm. That that helped it, you know. It, yes, it's had this. It's been redone in this new art style and music and everything. That's that's great. But I mean, um, the original game you had just a couple warp points. Now there's ten warp points across Ooh. the world, and you can actually, when you go to a warp point, you can choose which one you want to warp to. While in the original, you had just it would just cycle, so you'd have to go in and out of the warp point and be transported again. Um, you had you know two item slots. And your sword and shield would occupy those two items slots if you wanted to. So you had to constantly swap out items. So you could swap out your shield if you wanted to? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's weird. It was an actual item you had to equip. Hmm. So in in this one now, your your sword and your shield are bound to A and B. Or A, uh, B button and right uh, bumper. But then um, the um, left bumper is bound to the boots, the Pegasus boots, once you get them to run. The bracelet you don't have to equip; it just work. You, you just use it oh, passively. Kind of like the you, uh, Titan glove or whatever. Yeah, that's you nice. Don't have to worry about, you don't have to worry about equipping that when you want to pick up rocks. Um, 
So then you can, you know, you're free to toggle the other two items as you, as you choose. Yeah, that's weird nice. because this came out after Link to the Past, right? You would think they would just have it. Yeah, yeah, just after. But it was on, it was on, it was on Game Boy though, so it was more, you know, it was limited. Must be on, because uh, the way they had to code it, they had to make it an item instead of having all these. Yeah. You know, and you only had two buttons, so I mean, you only had two ways that you could. Well, on Super Nintendo, you had shoulder buttons. Right. Well, I'm just thinking like. Why didn't they just make that bracelet do what the glove did mm. in the first place? But maybe there was some limitation or like it didn't they didn't have enough memory to program that type of thing or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It is. Yeah. They probably, you know, some limitations on the hardware, I'm sure like memory or something like that. So those are all great things. Um, they, you know, and, and they increased from the, you know, the original game. There were 25 seashells for you to find. Now there's 50 and the seashells <laughs> are. Um, you know, a secret item that you locate throughout the world and you get some various upgrades and then um, like you get a more powerful sword at one level, which that's what I have. So I, I looked up what the, what the reward is for all 50. doesn't really seem worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so much again, much like the golden poo. But, you know, it's been a great um, trip back to Kaholan Island that I remember. I, you know, I, so much of the music and the story about this game. And I love the, I love the story of this game. I love the twist. I love that. It's like this separate tangent of what Zelda is for. I don't want to, you know, it's what a 20 year old game or however old it is, but I still don't want to kind of spoil the story or the twist for people. I feel like when, when things get to be 20 years old, there's a whole new generation of people who are experiencing it for the first time. Yeah, no, absolutely. um, I, I kind of, for like you and other people who've played it before, I feel like it's kind of like a, a, shorter book that people like to read yeah. over and over it's just yeah kind of well, nice you go back and experience yeah, it yeah, enough, and... i think I, I could see myself playing this again at some point where like playing breath of the wild again i never thought i would do and then when we did do that whole thing with psvg it was fun to go back and play it but i, I still probably will never go back and play that proper yeah. you know because it's just so it's such a task it's so daunting mm-hmm and this is you know much different Let, let's face it the you know the art style is the art direction is really great and you have to talk about you know people have um and i've commented about too like the, the frame rate is an issue like i i, I don't want to say issue but it is noticeable like when you're transitioning in scenes and there's some stuff on screen you know the frame rate does tank in the game you can feel the game get a little sluggish yeah but um it's much less noticeable handheld because on hand on handheld mode like the resolution the resolution's downscaled and i think it the art style like helps hide the faults mm-hmm. and it's just not as noticeable, but I noticed just playing the game on in dock, the resolution looks a little weird, almost like it's been um, upscaled, I guess the way like oh. things just seem like maybe it's just because I noticed this sometimes with my icons too. It just looks like things have been stretched just a little bit hmm. to be on that full screen effect. Um, so I think the game just looks better in the smaller and the smaller resolution, which I mean, makes sense because you know, smaller, more compact, you know, they're whatever, probably but... going to be focusing on that more now with the uh, light coming out and assuming that a pretty good yeah. percentage of people will be playing it completely handheld with no choice. Yeah. Now with that said, as I've played longer and longer, I doesn't, I don't notice it as much and it, it by no means has it caused issues with the game or had me enjoy the game less because of it. You never um, died because of it or anything. I mean, no. thirty frames per second is still very playable. I died like twelve times trying to get through a, an area that I shouldn't have access to yet. There's like this <laughs> special little secret little. It's not really a secret. It's a special area you have to go through to get an item. And there's these enemies that would move when you moved. So I was oh, able yeah. to like. So I would jump over them, and then I would 
hit them and line them up and stack them so I could jump over them. And they would kill me in two hits. Um, and I would just try it over and over to get through the region. Tom Servo can attest because he was watching me stream it. And I finally got to the end, and I didn't have the item to access uh... the other spot. There was two rewards. There was two chests, and I couldn't get to the other chest because I didn't have the item yet to unlock it. Needless to say, when you have the item, it's the Pegasus boots, and then you can just run through everything. Ah, so that that's that's the solution to that area. Um, but it was um, I don't know, no, nothing, nothing like that. Um, I don't know. I I I, I don't want to apologize to Nintendo because I think I think people. I think Nintendo gets a pass where a lot of other places, other, you know, studios or developers, if they released the game and had these issues, they would be getting a flat, you know, flogged for it. Mm-hmm. While Nintendo's like, we're like, oh, it's Nintendo. But I mean, this is but an issue that people saw in early release versions of the game. And I saw like a, I think it was a game explain had a video and it talked about how there, there could be a memory leak issue that causes this. Um, so I don't know, maybe it's going to be something they're going to be able to somehow identify and patch and fix, but that makes that, concerns me because if that was the case when they've already if this issue has been persisting this long through development when that have already been you know patched or but maybe they had other concerns that, to finish the game first and then worry about that i don't know yeah i th- and it's just concerning because like is this game really that taxing on, on the, it's the switch yeah you that know? part because, is a little scary. you know so then it's like man what if nintendo actually made a, a console that could compete you know in terms of horsepower you know instead of always being a you know couple, half step behind or whatever but uh yeah i've really enjoyed the game i think let's see i've i'm on the last dungeon so i'm on the eighth dungeon the eighth dungeon before the final dungeon so i'm on the second to last dungeon i have um i think 16 hearts out of 20 i'm about to get 17 i'll get 18th when i finish this so there's only a few heart containers i have i have 40 something seashells i have all the item upgrades i have the max number of bombs you can get the max number of magic powder you know i've done all that um the only thing there's a bottle i haven't gotten yet and um, i've got the alternate armor i've got the more powerful sword so you know i've done just about everything now let's talk about the dungeon building thing yeah it's not that fun it really is you post about that it's like it's okay and it's cool at first but what i find is like there's certain there's like there's it kind of holds your hand through some of the design elements and then the dungeon keeper the grave great digger guy dampy or whatever his name is he has specific challenges for you and you get like specific rewards related to that like there was a heart container for one and i know there's another um complete full heart you get for another and that's the only reason i'm doing it at this point mm-hmm. but it's just annoying so i basically make the most basic dungeons so i can get through them as quickly as possible <laughs> just to get through it but then he makes some like you know they're shaped like specific ways. Like the one was heart shaped, the one was bomb shaped, and you have to have a room in every single tile of that layout. Oh, okay. So then it makes it to be even more larger, and it's just like so. I, you know, I saw Carol had the comment how it was annoying that he had to play through that to get completions of the game to unlock everything. And yeah, you're gonna have to go through and play. You know, beat three dungeons and three like nine of these dungeons you make to get it all and it, it is just kind of like kind of a ho-hum inclusion you know and they kind of force you to have to do it mm-hmm. which is kind of now I, I do i need it no i could go beat the game but i think at this point i'm probably i'm gonna just try to get all 20 hearts before i do just to say i, I did um i will say though i named my character uh lebowski Oh yes, it's been hilarious. Well, all the dialogue is like, "Come on, Lebowski, you can do it." <laughs> like that, it's like, "Come over here, Lebowski." And it's, it's just funny. 
Nice. Me, I will not get the good ending of the game though, because I did get a game over screen. So there's there's a different an alternate, not really alternate, but the the best ending of the game, which really oh. it's just one one tiny extra scene of a, a character turning into a seagull. Spoiler. Mm, spoiler. That's what you get. That's what you get. So um fly like a seagull. Oh well, oh, well that's what it is. But um yeah, it's it's a great game. I, I I don't I don't feel bad about the purchase and it's been what I've played and I've been having fun with it and it's been great just to get lost and wander around and enjoy the game. Um for what it is. It's a great it's a great Zelda game. I really I really do enjoy it. And I think it's it's um it's different enough from the mainline Zeldas and it, it's I like I like the changes they took. You know, you've got like Mario characters in here. There's Goombas, there's Kirby's in here. You can jump, you know. <laughs> there were side scrolling sections. You didn't have that in any other Zelda games at the time. So it's just kind of a cool um design differences. There's you know, the bosses are a lot different. Um, but it's fun. It's a fun Zelda. And that really that that's all I pl- I've played. Um, I did did watch um we my wife and I finished Unbelievable. Which I t- I think I first talked about on on that's on Netflix. It's a limited series. It's yeah. really good, really good. I think it was, it was eight episodes total. Oh, okay. I thought uh, it was just a one movie thing. No, nah, yeah, eight episodes, and it's it's based on a a person. It kind of focuses on one character, uh, on one person throughout the, throughout this investigation, and these this really did happen to her. Um, you know, it's based mm-hmm. on her true true life events, and um, the acting's great. Um, you know, Tony Collette obviously has a, a pretty known career, but I can't remember. Uh, let me look up real quick the other actress that plays the other main character, uh, Merritt Merritt Weaver, Merritt Weaver, W E V E R. I'm not sure. Um, she is um, she's really good, and the only thing I ever saw her in prior to this was. Um, she was a recurring character on The Walking Dead until she was um, until she was killed. <laughs> so, um, but she's really good in her role. It looks like she's been in. She was in Signs, uh, Nurse Jackie, Godless. Um, those are like some of the things she was notable for. Uh, excuse me, notable for that pop up on Google. She won a she won an Emmy, though this week. So I mean, nice. According to this one headline in Esquire, she let's not forget that Merritt Weaver gave the best Emmy speech of all time. Oh. Huh? Oh, that was in twenty. Well, excuse me, that was in twenty thirteen when she won for she won an Emmy for Nurse Jackie in twenty thirteen. So, hmm. um, so to take it back, she didn't win it this week. But I, I re- we really liked it. It was really good, and you know we like all that true crime stuff. So, yeah, um, the staircase. Yeah, exactly. I recommend it wholeheartedly. Um, and I want to add, I haven't got a chance to crack the, the book yet. I did pick up a graphic novel from the library. It's oh, called yeah. um, Upgrade Soul because I was like, looked at the cover art and I was really like, hmm, this is really interesting. I looked at it in the back and it sounds like it's by uh, Ezra Clayton Daniels. And it, it can't remember what award it was published in 2018. And it, it won. Um, I, I can't remember what award it won, but here's like the synopsis. So this is what kind of drew me in. Uh, for their 44th anniversary, Hank and Molly Nonner decide to undergo an experimental rejuvenation procedure, but their hopes for youth are dashed when the couple is faced with the results. Severely disfigured, yet intellectually and physically superior duplicates of themselves. Whoa. Can the original Hank and Molly coexist in the same world as their clones? An upgrade soul, McDuffie award-winning author, or McDuffie award-winning creator, Ezra Clayton Daniels, asks probing questions about what shapes our ad- identity. Is it the cap- the capability of our minds or the physicality of our bodies? Is a newer, better version of yourself still you? 
This page-turning graphic novel follows the lives of Hank and Molly as they discover the harsh truth that only one version of themselves is fated to survive. Kind of sounds like that Paul Rudd, the movie, the synopsis of that Paul Rudd movie. It's kind of Netflix where he makes the better version of little, himself. Right? Yeah, a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward. 271 pages. So it's a, it's a big one. So Ooh. I'm looking forward to crack that. You said it was I also big. Have to mention, yeah, I did. That's what she said. I also have to mention because Matt, uh, Matt Knight posted in our Discord while we were talking on this podcast. And I have to say, this is the most hickerbilly website ever. Whiskey riff. Uh, White Castle is uh, making a beer. An official White Castle beer. Uh, that sounds terrible. Horrible idea. I don't know. I think I'm off. I'm thinking past the whole White Castle thing. I've only had it cool. once and it was all right. That was cool when I used to I used to watch Harold and Kumar all the time. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get stoned and eat White Castle all the time. It was so cool. Now it's like, we whatever. Didn't, it's, we don't even have a White Castle near us. No. The closest one's Lansing. They're just some shitty slider breakers anyway. Put like two onions. That's all right. I said it. Don't at me. White Castle sucks. Don't at me. See, you know they're bad because they sell their burgers in the freezer aisle and they taste exactly the same as if Amen. you bought them. Amen. <laughs> regardless, regardless of how much freezer burns on there. That's right. It's so, true. Those are what those are what I'm watching. Those are what I'm playing. All the Zeldas, all the things. Um, nice. I'm getting my satisfied grip. This yeah, week, I saw that switch grip. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. I hope you're Listen. satisfied with it. Me too. All the ergon- <laughs> all the ergonomics. Your hands you ready? will be so erged. I think so. You ready to be done? You sure. Get out of here? Sure. Why not? It's it's hot as balls in here. I'm sweating. Oh, here behind all those blankets. So that is going to do it for the show. But before we go, let's say thank you to all of our patrons. But a special thanks to our operators of Austin is Josh Brown, Kyle Heyman, Tyler Rowland, Tom Servo, our executors of excellence, Edwin Callow, and Sean Capri, and Bao. For the mighty Crusaders of the Legion, Dan Anthony, and Josh Barboni, we thank you all for your support. If... You want to join the Flux Legion on Patreon? Please check out patreon.com slash Flux As we go out tonight, we are going to feature a can, song. Can I make a guess? Yeah, which one? Is it Domain of Darkness? No. Oh. But I have noticed that I really do like uh, DDR Kirby <laughs> for his, uh, his pixel. There's actually playing. a lot of people on here that we have featured you, in our... Yeah. Will Rock, DDR Kirby, I think uh, Rebecca E. Trip, Blind, Demands. Um, there's quite a few. Um, Rebecca E. Trip's actually, I, I really like the song that she has on here. So, um, But no, we're going to feature the new album just came out uh, timely with the release of Link's Awakening. Uh, songs of the Sirens, yet another, uh, I can't remember what number uh, album of this is, but uh, another overclocked remix album, Songs of the Sirens, Link Awakening Remix. Um, just available the same actually the same day Link's Awakening came out on Friday the 20th it's available um, Overclock Remix all free download all the things uh, SoundCloud you name it but tonight we're going to feature um, I really like this is kind of a chill tune it's got a really awesome guitar it's uh, it's called it's the second song on the album called Head South to the Beach uh, by Tom James featuring Protodome uh, I believe it has the, I can't remember what the actual um, name of the the songs in question are, but they're, they're when Link uh, awakens on the beach. And in the beginning of the game, that song is played. And I think also, again, when he has the, the sword. And it's it's also good. It's also good. So nice. as always, you can find this remix and so many more. OCRemix.org. That is going to do it for Flexibles this week. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching here live. If you want to join us, twitch.tv slash flexibles, all the things. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week. 
more Fluxtables, Fluxtables Radio, Fluxtables Safe Space, all the things. Goodbye. Farewell. Bye. Have you the same.